Hey guys, welcome to the next episode on the JNL podcast. Looking forward to recording today, aren't we, Louise? Yeah, hey. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to debriefing because that is the topic of today. Yeah, um, it it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Well, crazy given Corona. But um, yeah, no, it's just good to, it's going to be a chill episode and before it's just chatting, basically. Why do I feel kind of tense right now? I feel like something's just going to happen. The world is tense. The world is very tense right now. That is true. That is true. Yeah. But we have had some really good news, haven't we? As the world with the coronavirus announcement, the roadmap. The roadmap. Honestly, if Boris Johnson doesn't keep his end of the bargain, go back on his word, I will literally march down to number 10 Downing Street and with a tank do you remember that when they put a tank outside parliament i think it was like gyms opening or something close no, i'd tank. like put some like some six spy gear on like go black widow on him but flip through the window and just like silently sure. kill him no matt hancock would punch in the sorry throat. that's um what's it called treason but it would be the treason. government if the government are listening <laughs> oh my god i forgot I'd... I don't think you're we're, we're, not if they're listening we're literally going to post this on the internet so that's true that's true that's true that's true yeah Imagine, you just go like, through like a civil service like application they're like hmm we didn't oh, see on one of your videos <laughs> yeah so very incriminating I but... respect the government just gonna say that yeah well hire no. me <laughs> Naomi hi hire me hire me yeah you can do a little out of the end yeah so I mean how are you feeling about being free hopefully I've already Touch booked um, a festival ticket. And what was it again? Uh, wireless? Boomtown. Boomtown. Yes. Yeah, I think people are like, I think, what? Wasn't it supposed to be the 50th anniversary of Glastonbury this year? Aww. It was supposed to be last year, but then they shifted Oh, yeah, it. they cancelled it. They cancelled it. Well, like 250th or like, no, I mean, not 250th. That'd be way too many years. <laughs> like 50th. <laughs> Imagine. Glass and the 1800s. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. Probably better then. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if that will be this year, but, like, I'm sure the World Cup is going to be this year. Olympic, not the World Cup, uh, Euros. The Olympics as well. So, I think everyone's just, fingers crossed. I think literally, like, we, what is it? We break up of lockdown from when? Wait, do you mean like you when like pubs start opening or like what are yeah. we talking like no restrictions? The last day, the twenty first of June. Twenty first of June. I think it's like that weekend. The Euros start, and they might actually be in England. And yeah, it's just pubs are going to be open, clubs are going to be open. Oh my god! So <laughs> to dance in a club again, to be in the black room in the club. Get me there right now! I can't wait. Just transport yeah. me there. Yeah, so whoever like brings out songs this this summer is just gonna make. Oh my god, they're gonna oh, fucking hell. Speaking of celebrities, did you, you see know... that uh, Golden Globes? Wait, uh, what with like um, I follow John Vega on Instagram. He was just talking about it loads, but other than well, that, basically, I don't really know. what I've got so far is Golden Globes yesterday. It was basically like a really awkward big celebrity Zoom call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name from Get Out? Um, Daniel Keller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Killer. Daniel K. Daniel K, as his friends call him. Um, he he got an award basically, but he was on mute the whole time with his like uh speech. And then basically when he unmuted, they were like basically run out of time. It was ah, you did me dirty, and they just shifted on. Like his whole like 
big speech could be muted. What the hell? Um, who was it? I think it might have been him, you know, who um, who was like, oh yeah, no, it was him. And there was a thing going around, and I'm just bait, being like, he didn't get invited to the to the like oh, premiere yeah. of Get Out. Even though he it wasn't. It wasn't a get. It wasn't a premiere. It was like. I think it was like a weird like cult following for it and they did like a festival for it. It wasn't like an official thing. I think it was just like get out fanatics held something. And he's oh sick, I'd definitely go to that. Expecting to be invited and he wasn't. But it wasn't like a like a yeah, it wasn't like the premiere back in the day. That was pretty it, I don't know. It, but it was like a yeah, it was definitely a thing, but I think it was like an anniversary festival that some people were holding or something. I don't think it was like legit. So speaking of awards, what did I when I found this out? Uh, there's a guy on uh, YouTube, Coleman Humes. Coleman Hughes? Hughes? Uh, awesome guy. Uh, really, like, level-headed guy on white politics and stuff. He said that four out of the last five um, award-winning directors were Latina. That's pretty sick. So... Go on, Latinas. Representation. Woo! White Oscars, white this. And I think apparently yesterday, like, Sasha Baron Cohen who's now become, yeah. like, the most blisky correct person of all time. Which he's so jokes. I'm sorry. Like, he's actually he fucking hilarious. He is great. He is great. So this isn't a uh, Sasha Bowen Cohen. Not what, you think he's blisky No, but he was making fun of it, sort of. He was, I think he was making fun of no, both. No, basically, I think he was just, like, um, he just did the whole, like, this is everyone here is white, everyone white, 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 that kind of thing again, rather mm. than being, like, and he wasn't, like, crying about it, but he was just, he just made some sort of joke towards um, the Golden Globes being too white again, but yeah, yeah, who knows? What can you do? Uh, make better music, make better people movies. in America, <laughs> <laughs> do better. I don't know. Uh, have more black people be in America. I don't oh, really I saw, like what um, I mean. Are uh, uh, in the Golden Globes in fucking <laughs> what's it called? Um, Nollywood, <laughs> yeah. Do you think in the award in the awards in Nollywood there's going to be any white people winning? I, I do not think in, in America the BET so. Awards literally it's a, there is a thing oh my god yeah, yeah. do white people win any BET Awards only Justin Timberlake yeah that's I was about to say won. probably like Justin Timberlake the honorary yeah. lack the honorary soul award or whatever it is but yeah I remember um, did you watch that thing on Netflix Death of 2020 yeah we watched it together oh yeah 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 literally fucking <laughs> hell bro show us how, show us how important you asked me <laughs> yeah so that's in 2020 they were like taking the piss out of like that whole white oscars thing and then they went through all the winners and it was like uh parasite which is the korean movie oh yeah uh what were the other ones i have no idea I was, maybe why i don't know why we decided to watch that movie like whilst mid mid like fuckery mid fuckery while we were yeah. Fuck, like yeah oh, God, yeah um because it was just a good way to send out the year and got a drink on New Year's Eve, but also a good way to send it out. But yeah, I think that showed like everyone who won that year wasn't white either. So like, there's, we're there. We're there. We're, yeah, we're there. We are there. Well done us. We, we haven't done anything to contribute to any of this, but. I think we yeah. have. I think we have. Okay. Who knows? I think like just by existing as we've, two we've, we've helped. really <laughs> famous. <laughs> black people on the super podcast famous yeah, yeah exactly we've just super like inspired famous. so many people so i think exactly. we we're contributing we're contributing cool so oh, you wanted to tell me about what's been going on speaking of black celebrities uh kanye oh and kim's, and kim's divorce i just like 
It's just sad. I feel like it's the end of an era. I'm actually generally emotionally like, oh. Well, I can't believe it's how long they've been together. Like, yeah, to, to be fair. I mean, enough, yeah. I, yeah. Be her like two day husband back in the day. The season, remember, she didn't, needed to make a season finale. So she was like, marry someone. Sorry, I apologize. I missed Fucking sorry, 72 hell, Jeremy. Days. 72 days of love. Of love. Just unadulterated marriage. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, she, as soon as she wasn't literally campaigning for him when she was going to be running as first lady, I knew she was not a ride or die. So. But fair enough. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. Fair enough. It's just sad that she doesn't want to be with him anymore. But now Connie is open for the taking. Yeah, I was saying, like, Rihanna's not, you know, linked up. Rihanna's not going to know. Why? I don't think Rihanna and Kanye are on that vibe. Yeah. They're on the vibe in terms of, like, obviously make good music together. But I don't yeah, they've think got, the um, they've got, like, at least, they've got those bangers together. So there's the Yeah, Paul I'm trying to Rihanna and Kanye, huh? The Paul McCartney one. Oh, uh, four, five seconds. seconds five. Yeah, yeah. Where they, um, they discovered Paul McCartney, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, who's Paul McCartney? Who's this Paul McCartney bloke? He's so lucky. He's in, yes, he's, like, one of the most famous guys. <laughs> Ridiculous, ridiculous. Youths. Oh, These days. And um, what's another Kanye? Oh, um I literally think it no, not all of it. Is it all of the lights? Extra bread and what you know. Is that is that Rihanna? Uh, uh, we yeah, will it check. Is, it is, it is. Well it when is, the music person is making all of your sing alongs in one thing, they'll have to like obviously give credit to all the music and we'll find That's it then. So true. I can't yeah, believe it. Song. We're still making applications for that. Yeah. It's going to be a sold yeah. album, I think. Do you think? Maybe. Believe in yourself. <laughs> okay. Believe in yourself. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah. So, I th- yeah, I just think um, as celebrity drama goes, you saw it coming, right? Yeah. But they were brilliant, brilliant, brilliant pals. I think of all the little kiddos. Not all the little kiddos. The kiddos. The kiddos. How many do they have? Four. Four. Yeah. Wow. Where the hell they go? North, Saint. Oh, should have gone Saint, north, east, west. <laughs> I was like, more <laughs> elephant count. Yeah, I should remember the, the the scouts way of remembering. It. Wait, what was it? North, North, Saint, Psalm, Chicago. I said those in the wrong order, but yeah. Yeah, I, I will say um, names with character. Names Which one character. of them was attempted to be aborted? <laughs> Thanks for that Twitter rant, Kanye. <laughs> Wait, that was. No. Oh yeah, yeah. He said because they weren't married. Daughter, I almost killed <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> it's not I mean, funny. Abortion is not funny. Serious. So. Really serious. Don't do it unless you need to. Don't huh? do it. Are you telling women what to do with their body? No, absolutely not. Sound like do what whatever makes you happy, guys. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, very sad. Very sad for Kim and Kanye. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was to be expected. So, what else has been going on in life? I mean, oh, yeah, you also want to tell me about the... You want to talk about the... Shamima. Shamima. Is that her name? Can you confirm or deny? The Syria girl? Yeah, I think her name's Shamima. But Shamima Begum, that's it. Basically... Um, she's just been denied entry again into into Britain. I don't really, I don't, 
just a bit confused. Like, why is she still relevant? I feel like that was how many years ago? Yeah, so I, I like, have obviously seen it in the news throughout how many years it's been, like, raving on. So from what I understand, like, she left that, 50, married, got married off to a Syrian guy, was radicalised and was, like, formerly a part of, like, ISIS. ISIS. (laughs) (laughs) And now she's like, you know what? I'm done. I want to go home. You know, I know I was, you know, a terrorist. But, you know, I just, um, I'm doing a career path now, a different career path, and I want to go home. Like, I feel like you can't just do that. And, um, yeah, it seems really crazy that this is, like, a two-sided argument to me. You know what? I'm actually going to, I'm going to go on the, I'm going to disagree with you here. I know you are. Yeah. Right. And this is why. Because who knows whether she did any actual, like, participating in the terrorist plot not only that but she could have some valuable information on the terrorist plot that would actually help the uk then they could do a deal i'm fair enough if they do a deal yeah why haven't they done a deal because Because she doesn't doesn't know anything because (laughs) she just went and joined isis but didn't actually join isis but i feel like any joining isis is enough like it's different if she was 15 and she had like back bad decisions jeremy <laughs> if I murdered people, if I just like shot up a school, no, that's a but bad who, she didn't kill anyone. That we know. Anyone. I'm not saying she's killed anybody, but what I mean to say is, if you leave the country, free the country, and then indoctrinate yourself into a terrorist organization, okay, so put it, put it like a paradox. Freedom so of speech. There was <laughs> freedom of speech. One. <laughs> what? Sorry, the KKK was allowed to exist. No, I, so if she was doing that here. Then she yeah. should be arrested for was it conspiracy to commit terrorism? No, no, not but like she went somewhere else, married into uh, citizenship, presumably. So like, cool, you went there, you made that decision, you can stay there. It's not like we're like sentencing her to death or like assassinating her. You know, we're not doing a Russia. That is true. That is true. That's li- true. That's true. Yeah, exactly. We're not giving not her the present her, of coming yeah. back. Yeah, she's just not allowed to come back. Like, um, do you remember when? Um, there was, it was last year, maybe last year, the year before that. And basically there was people who were mentally deranged and also, or mentally either mentally deranged or indoctrinated. And they just come out of like prison or something, but they were still on a program. Um, and basically they escaped and they stabbed, they went trying to stab people on the bridge. And then oh. those people like jumped them. Oh my God, uh, was that, that the London, Bri- London Bridge attack? Uh, it wasn't, the, it was like the one after that. It wasn't London Bridge attacks where they killed like, loads and loads of people. It was literally they escaped from this like uh, this thing, and um, I think they killed like two young students, maybe some other people. Um, but basically, like the pressure was on because it was like these people were literally terrorists, and you let them out, and then they immediately kill somebody. The first, or like you let them into like you're about to let them out, but they're in this like minimum security thing to like this rehab type thing, and then they escaped and they kill people. So I'm saying like obviously that's an example where. Okay, they escaped, and they are British citizens. They were in Britain or whatever. Like, it wasn't fully the government's fault. But to let someone back in, who's literally like called themselves part of ISIS, like that seems a little bit unnecessary. And I feel like it's become a race thing, and like, oh, because she's Muslim and whatever. But I saw this thing where someone was like, oh, well, there's a 15 year old boy who declared himself um, an extremist terrorist, and he had his UK citizenship revoked from him and he was white in 15 as well so i don't know yeah it just seems... no yeah 
I agree. I do agree with what you're saying. I don't know, but like maybe someone could re-educate her into why ISIS is not great. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what she needs. I just don't know if it's this country's Worth responsibility it. to do that. Like, I mean, she was born and raised here, so maybe it is their responsibility. Something went wrong, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I think if, again, I think if she was here, I don't think she should, well, I wouldn't be, like, definitely she should be deported. I think the country should take responsibility for, like, its citizens. But because she, like, went to Syria to live, she should yeah, suddenly no, be able obviously, to like, she has responsibility for her own actions as well. Yeah. It's a sticky one. I just want to know what she was doing. You know a boy from um, a school in my area? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something. I feel like you know what I mean, but... <laughs> uh, go on and I'll see. I'll see if I can... Yeah, think what I was going to say then. Um, a boy a boy from a school in my area um, went to ISIS. Went to I just didn't mention I didn't mention the person that told me for a reason, but like yeah, like joined ISIS and like was tweeting that all. Wait, wait, wait. All like, like like an antisocial kid kind of thing who was like just tweeting like uh, sympathetic ISIS stuff or like fully no, went to see. He went to ISIS and was tweeting in ISIS like when he was there. Like all I want is a Domino's right now. <laughs> no, he, uh, he went to like yeah, was this, yeah, is this yeah, Syria, yeah. Pakistan, or where is it? I have no idea where it was. But he, he camp. Yeah. And he was on his normal Twitter, like, nothing nothing was going on. Yeah. Oh, that's some four lines shit. Shout out to four lines. Yeah. That movie is good. Hilarious. And then super dark at the end. It is quite dark, but you know, terrorism tends to be. I wasn't expecting the ending. Yeah, true. That is is true. There's nothing. nothing, I'm not saying there's nothing funny about terrorism. But like well, so many movies about it. terrorism, yeah. Yeah, that's quite a funny terrorist movie. I think Fucking, it, it was very um, funny. Dictator, shout out to Sasha Baron Cohen again. Yes, um, another funny dictator. Oh, um, uh, what's um, the one where they're like puppets? Not puppets, but like. Oh my god! Uh, Captain America. Jingle, jingle. No, Captain America. Right? Oh, Cap- no, no, that, no, Captain America. Is that about terrorism? Yeah, that's about Kim Jong Un, isn't it? Blowing up America. No, that's um the interview. That is also about Kim Jong Un, but no, it wasn't Kim Jong Un. It was another. Asian dictator, I think. That's Captain America, no? America, fuck yeah, that one. Yeah? Yeah. Is that called Captain America? <laughs> it doesn't, Not called, like it's, it's, it's called America. Team America. It's called Team America. Team yeah. America, yeah. Captain America. Captain America's way more wholesome than that. Although Captain America... Well, actually well, in um, yeah, Civil Hitler. War... Oh. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. And he was yeah. helping, like, the Marvel version of Nazis with Bucky. So yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah, kind of a terrorist. Just saying that. And when they wanted to get them all like licensed, so they weren't vigilantes anymore, he was like, "But the government." Exactly. What are we talking about? Like, good terrorists. Excuse me. Because you know, like, <laughs> say the black the Black Panthers was could have been classed as a terrorist organization. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, well, I think them. Yeah, I guess like any organized group that a part of its objectives is to inflict terror, it, uh, is it should be is fair to call them a terrorist group. I guess it's subjective whether you think the reason they're doing that's good. Because like some people like think about it like even with you know terrorism as we know it, so the Taliban, ISIS, whatever they think. 
we basically bomb their countries and their children die as a result. This is what, yeah, this is what I'm saying. It's actually like, you really, really need to listen to it because I'm not going to lie, I don't really know what the Syrian version of me is thinking that in Syria. You know what I mean? Like someone like Not very much. (laughs) You're not allowed to think that's a crime. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, but she could be just like, do you get what I mean? In school, America, evil, evil, yeah, evil Britain, evil, evil, evil. I mean, if, I'm not going to lie. If I was in like, let's you know, say where we're actually from and I was sitting in school and I was, well, I'm not going to lie. I do think America and Britain are quite evil anyway. If I was actually there thinking, oh, recently colonised country, just chilling like 50 years ago, my yeah. parents or grandparents um, were not slaves, but. Well, subjugated you, to a certain extent. Well, if you were born in Ghana, you think you'd be resentful towards England? Yeah, probably. I didn't even like. I learned about the slave trade in Ghana, and it wasn't that. I mean, it was Miss National School, I guess. But <laughs> exactly, they were indoctrinating you in the school in Ghana. They seem to be over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, yeah. No, but the point being is, like, um, you couldn't, you can't blame people for like. A completely different perspective, and it's the same way that we're like, um, fuck terrorists, I'd be like, fuck the West or whatever. Like, oh, oh my god, that reminds me of Jesus Camp. Do you remember Jesus Camp? We did we go to Jesus Camp? No, we didn't. Oh, okay, <laughs> I fucking hope okay. not. It's basically <laughs> this like, um, it was just like documentary in America on this crazy radical evangelical group, and uh, there's a woman that's like ahead of it, and then she gets all the kids to like roll on the floor and like speak in tongues and stuff. And she's being interviewed, and she was like, "Well, basically, like, it's my main aim of all this is like, I just look at the terrorists, you know, that attack this country, and I just want our kids to have that same level of commitment, you know, like die for our faith and for our country." And um, <laughs> that's what she was saying. She what the like, fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's in group and out group. Um, it's, it's pretty serious, and that will come into when we speak about. Um, research projects later and what we're up to with our Ooh, lives yeah it. it will it will definitely come up but uh i think yeah so there's one more thing like trending thing that we wanted to speak about and that is what seems to be a very controversial area with what's going on with like certain um what's, how do i even define it gender identity stuff Oh, right. I forgot what we were talking about for a second. And then I was like, oh, fuck this one. This one. This particular Miss, one. Mr. Potato is no longer Mr. Potato. He is now. Oh, they he, are. They are now. So they are. Potato? What? What would you call How would you refer to a transgender person I guess in you the Miss Mr. They don't have. That's not a not, thing. Not applicable, I guess. It's just. um. I guess you just don't, you can't shorten their name that way. I guess you'd have if to If you were like, to email a transgender teacher, for example, I mean, sorry, not say, transgender, um, non-binary, would you just be like... Greg, whatever, yeah, I don't think there's a Miss... Oh, there must be, there must be like a Miss X, or like a, they must have come up with some... No, but Miss is mom. feminine. No, like some sort of like, uh, Mr. X, or like, I can't think of anything. You know, Mr. like the word X. Masculine. Or, mm. or, I don't know, like, um... Yeah, like MX. To whom I'm speaking to. <laughs> to, to who this may. Was it to who this may concern? Yeah, to who this may concern. I love email lingo. It's so funny. Well, now in emails, you got to say your pronouns if you're at uni. So, 
oh yeah and then you fucking they... zoom link you've got blue brackets like I don't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was in a, I was in a like uh, thing with the uni, and we, we weren't allowed to not say our pronouns. We had to say our pronouns. It wasn't really? like those who need to like give a preference. That's, it was like yeah. you, you just have to say your, your pronouns. But um, it's the thing. We're trying to normalize it. Wow. I mean, wow. I don't feel oppressed by having to say your pronouns, but um, like I'm quite happy to just say like he. But I, it, I definitely feel the way around. It should be like. If somebody wants to say their pronouns, if it matters to them, then they can say it, and we should all try our best to heed that. Not everyone has to say it to normalise it because it's not something yeah. that most people. But I mean, let me tell you something funny quickly. Um, I have a friend who uh, gave it a piece of work about. I don't really know what it was, but she wrote the word like the the femi- femininity of the person, or like mass- something like that. Right. feminine prowess let's go for that something like that and then the teacher was like remember feminine is not like but i can't remember what you said but she legit said like like this kind of this is not applicable anymore or something like that or like this is too you're assuming like the gen like this assuming the gender of this person they were like but i'm writing about but like, imagine imagine i would have emailed her back and been like are you okay <laughs> Imagine like because had, like, femininity a, and fu- masculinity do fucking exist still. I just want to put that out there. Still, yeah, exists. the descriptors of something that most people are happy to very... be described by. Like, I, I imagine like you're like a five year old kid and you're doing like your English homework and they're like, Katie went to the store and then they're like, saying the conversation she, she bought, went to the store yeah. and you're like, she bought. You're like, no, uh, they bought. <laughs> Cameron, <laughs> they bought. <laughs> Wrong. Cam- Cameron, <laughs> no, no. I see what you tried to do. Yeah. You- oh, not in this Cameron, 2021. As a white male, you're inherently oppressive. And it's okay. It doesn't matter that you're five. It's in your DNA and it will never leave. But just please try. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, Kids. bless little Cameron. Could. Could. Cuds. Yeah. I mean, Christian, our brother, has somebody who. Um, who, what's, what, how do you describe it? They, they want, they're non-binary or they want to, um... I don't know, yeah. who, what are they? <laughs> yeah, to me, like, to be honest, we, we chat shit, but like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think non-binary actually, like, I feel like it's always so polarised that people are like, oh, liberal freaks, or people are like, oh, you ignorant people. I don't think it's that based. Like, I, can, I understand what non-binary means. Like, if you don't feel like you're particularly masculine or you're particularly feminine, I get just saying, like, as to describe yourself, you're like, Oh, I'm not masculine, I'm not feminine, I'm like non-binary, which basically means you're neither of those things. That, that makes sense yeah. to me. But like so I don't have a problem if somebody just said like said that to me. And then as a result, if they feel like being called he um or she describes them as masculine or feminine, that's not right. Then yeah, if I knew the person and they said, Can you call me there? Yeah, whatever, exactly. Like, you'd give them you'd give them the respect that you would just give to anyone. For sure, yeah, yeah. But, um, but for the, for, the, for the onus to be on everyone to to sort of just now for this to be the norm, I think that's a bit yeah. fucking wild. Because yeah, I think honest. yeah, just like at schools and stuff, you're gonna have to have rules about it, and it's just like the whole free speech thing and like like uh, monitoring people's speech and stuff. I mean, I'll ask him when I see him next if the kids are actually calling them they, but. 
Do you think they will at 14, 15, would you? Yeah. I don't know. What was I like at 14? See, my biggest concern wouldn't be, like, bullies. Although there are bullies for sure. It would be people like... It'd either be bullies or people who who respect it but don't want to say the wrong thing so avoid them because yeah. i feel like you get what i mean like yeah oh, i said it once and they fucking like cried then i'm not going to want to upset that person again and so i'm going to be like i won't be able to be myself and relaxed around them and i feel sorry for the kid because i feel like the world is pushing on them that they need to like be active about this and represent their community x y and z but then that's kind of making it harder for them to socialize you know, and I don't think just the weight of like re-socializing the world should be on kids. You know, yeah. that should be more of like a adult theme that trickles down. You know, well, it depends what it is. Like, for example, racism. I feel like the onus, not the onus is on kids, but like teaching kids not to be racist little shits. Yeah, but like, That's... okay, so if, like when when we have kids, right, and like black kids, if that like they're, they are black, they're like people see them as black, so if they're people want to be racist towards them, that's gonna affect them like today. Whereas if we have kids yeah, true. that feel don't feel masculine or feminine, that's a little bit less obvious what to do about that because it's not like we're not gonna tell black kids like, oh, go in whiteface or something like that, because it'll be easy to fit in. Like, what the fuck? Can't do that. <laughs> but you can say like maybe there's a let's talk about what you feel is the most comfortable way to go about this. Like Again, to be honest, by that time, like, gender will be abolished and everyone will be days. But, like, yeah. I feel like... Isn't that, that school in um, Switzerland where, like, everyone has to be like, non-binary or something like that? Everyone has to be non-binary. Or, like, not has to, or, like they don't... They yeah, you don't just can't refer to gender, you can't be a gender. It's not, yeah, it's like, they don't have gender. Like, Which, all of this stuff... I don't know, I don't know. it just solution. seems very biological to me. Like if we if none no if we like dissolve the social constructs that are gender, then that would be better for non-binary people, but it wouldn't be better for binary people. Which is so literally it, the like the vast, vast, yeah. vast majority. Yeah. But so I, I like mean, there's obviously social constructs like the social constructs of the like feminine and masculinity that just don't matter like obviously you and i i i have masculine traits i have feminine traits i just have traits in general like they don't need to be put in this box or whatever do. but i'm also very much by like, i'm very much a woman and some things are that literally i can't change yeah and you might want some things assumed about you like you might want people to take into consideration the fact that you're a woman in certain circumstances and um, i remember beginning with Jordan, P- Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, he basically speaks about um, uh, chaos and order, and he says, like, femininity... He, like, speaks about, like, the background of, like, the... the you know, like, the yin-yang symbol? Yeah. And he basically says, like, one represents femininity, one represents... Chaos represents femininity, and order represents masculinity. And people say that's mean, like, women are crazy. But what it means is, like, we all have both of those things that you just said in us. And we need both combination of both. Like sometimes we need to be more like creative and less ordered. And then sometimes we need to be more like, yeah, like ordered and to get things done. And that's not to say all women are only feminine and therefore only chaotic and all men. And it's just to say those things in like, for example, in a partnership, if you have a man and a woman, let's say, who are a more feminine person, a more masculine person, obviously they can be two men or whatever. Mm. Then if they have those complementary like characteristics that 
but it helps that like do you know what I mean add something to the the thing I think that's yeah. okay but that doesn't have to fall within like like you for example say that you might say like I'm sometimes I feel masculine in this area whether like that doesn't that's cool but that's for you to say people who know you can know that but like you know I don't I know. it's a bit of a mad yeah. one yeah. I feel like I've offended about a billion people in this and I'm actually scared to post it <laughs> uh then look we want people to be brave and you know shape the world the way it's supposed to be and how do you do that by letting everyone give their opinions and listening to everyone and then taking into account what everyone says and then forming your own opinion based on it because these are opinions because we're not right or preaching these are our thoughts and feelings but um okay yeah so what do you make of the like having the law. A, a day potato and making it like in a kids program or like the nhs where they've changed breast implants to be <laughs> chest implants what the chest implant thing doesn't make sense because because someone opinion. who wants to get breasts wants to be feminine anyway they want to be classed as a female so they want to call it breast and a breast is literally the medical term for it it's, it's a it's a fucking breastbone. I yeah, don't even know. Ma- I males don't even have know. Ma- male, yeah, males have breastbones. It's just a fucking neutral thing. So that is ridiculous. I'm, that's stupid. Number two, yeah. Mr. Potato Head. They had Mr. Potato Head. They could have made a new fucking rainbow unicorn. Shame. Yeah. What's a neutral name? Charlie. Charlie the fucking unicorn. <laughs> Back from the previous podcast. <laughs> My one is named that other podcast. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. But- I feel, I feel like we found a name for this podcast. What, Reno? Well, yeah. No, nah, we'd have to <laughs> try to <laughs> fucking get a call. But um, yeah, I just, yeah, so like you said, okay, I get what you're saying. So you could have had, why rebrand an existing character? Yeah. Why not bring in a character? Like, I, again, I think if they did that, so they should make it rainbow like, Barbar Rainbow Sheet. Oh, right, instead of Black yeah. Sheet. Let's just acknowledge that the, the children's nursery rhyme was fucking racist, but we could sing it. It is super racist, to be fair. It's yeah, just make racist. try and popularize a less racist thing than, than, exactly, than this whole debate. Yeah, and I think like yeah, a potato toy doesn't necessarily have to. A big part of it doesn't have to be if it's man or woman. So if you want to have a character in Toy Story that's not that's just like a like the monsters, the little monsters. Are, are they boys or girls? I don't know. I don't know. They're just little. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, nothing. That, and then like instead of saying like, oh, I'm they like get the animated things talk about like gender politics just have something that it's not stated and therefore isn't important but people still love the little monsters you know so like the minions oh do the minions have names because the minions could literally they they do have names actually they do it's like bob and like they do have like male names but i mean they could be men women i don't care i mean again they're like no one really think no one dwells on like are they boys or girls it's like they love minions or whatever the kids love minions or not so you can just like not make gender a defining part of that character if you want more characters that don't have gender as a defining part of their character rather than like saying that no characters can have gender as a defining part of their character yeah i think that's a good way to sum up um no the last thing the law that biden put into place which meant that transgender females could play in male sports no in female sports which yeah it's wait it's, it's i mental. think all of this 
is absolutely crazy. So I think the biggest example is Casa Semenya. The for, for those who don't know, uh, she is the is it hundred meter or two hundred meter record holder for in the female Olympics. She's a um, well record holder Olympian, and she has XY chromosomes, um, ridiculously high testosterone, and had ambiguous genitalia at birth, I believe. Obviously, that these are all things I'm recalling, so that's that's wrong anyway. Please check this. Um, this isn't relevant, but obviously, I think people bring this into the conversation because they think it's like biased. She's also uh, has a wife, um, and everything. Oh. Else. So like. It's not, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, basically, the argue, she's been stripped of her titles and won't be able to compete. I don't agree with that, though. But, okay, so can I, I'll tell you why I think it should happen, why it's not fair but needs to happen, and you can tell me why you think mm-hmm. not. So, the way I see it, and this is very controversial, this is the way I see it, male sport, it, like, for example, take the Olympics. Olympics is supposed to be the peak performance uh, for what the humans can do. So, Usain Bolt represents the fastest person in the world, that's ever lived or whatever and the you know michael phelps for the best swimmer and x y and z it's it's captivating because the because best the best the people in the world at sport are always going to be men no offense yeah. to love you all but that's just fact i'm also a woman it doesn't bother me exactly the fastest man is always going to be the fastest person x y and z yes but i appreciate that i want for example if i had a daughter and she loves tennis i want her to have the same dreams to go to the olympics or running or whatever it is so I get that representation by having female Olympics is good for getting women to love sports because sports is more than just about like performances. It's also like the communities and the blah, blah, blah. Exactly, yeah. So I get why there is the women Olympics. Um, it's the same thing with the, and this is going to be controversial. And I'm not saying women are disabled. But again, it's the same thing I say with the Paralympics. Like I understand why that's there. I'm not saying they are the peak, are the peak performances, but they're truly inspirational stories to say like your disability doesn't have to be the only thing about you. You can be an Olympian. You can be like, achieve great so i get like where there's different things about sport that's more than just like the best but like just with those things they are there because they represent something powerful that isn't about performance but then when you take performance like the reason why there is a men olympics and female olympics not just the people is because only men would be involved in the olympics if it was just on merit but you yeah yeah exactly yeah and then my daughter wouldn't have imagine if they did that imagine the anger, the anger that women would feel. The anger that women would feel if they decided to just have a mixed Olympics. Well, with the anger they would they would be lo- happy until there was no women. Yeah, qualified. exactly. So yeah, so then I know I'm going on a little bit, but yeah, basically that's what would happen. So I, but you, so you have to appreciate the women Olympics is not the same thing as the male Olympics. It's not the women equivalent. It's a subcategory that's really great to have, but it's a different thing. And so the reason why they're separate is because women. Um, are biologically different to men. There's a spectrum of that on both sides, right? Most, all the women Olympics, all the women, female Olympians could smash me in everything they do, right, as a man. But Mm. it's a separate category for a particular subgroup of people, women, in this case, to compete with people who are at their level. Casa Semenya is not good enough to qualify in the men's sport, but she's an excellent athlete. So people think, okay, she should be somewhere. The reason why I don't think she should be with the women is because the exact same reason why why I, or maybe not me, but like how men who can't qualify, the other men who can't qualify for the Olympics um, shouldn't be in it, which is that they have the levels of testosterone, the bone density, the muscle mass, everything else that that more similar to this group of people, 
that it's not fair for these people that are specifically grouped off because they don't have those advantages. And so allowing her to compete is basically like allowing a, um, a man to compete, which undermines having a woman's sport. That's mm-hmm. my spiel. What do you think? You know what? I do agree with that as well. But at the end of the day, she just is an elite woman. I don't... I guess she was literally born a woman. Like, Fowler, did she have a womb? Uh, I think so. But yeah. I think she, she has other ambiguity, like, in her sexual organs. But... You know what? She's too much of a really unique case. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really sticky one, to be, to be honest. Because if she has all the biological ca- characteristics of a man, she should not be competing in female sports. Exactly. But if she doesn't, she's just a fucking tank, like Serena Williams, for example. Yeah, then... so Serena Williams has said herself that she would, I think it was something like, she wouldn't even beat the top 200th man in tennis. She said that herself. Yeah, like, but she's a tank, but like she'd smash like the majority. She just is a tank. Like, and you can see that she's built like a tank, but she's still a woman. Yeah. And so even though she's built like the like a most elite woman tank, the yeah. most elite man tank is going to be like literally double the size of her. So we, um, again, this is not taking the piss, but Michael, our cousin, who we had on the last episode, watch it if you haven't seen it, he ran like 11 seconds in, Olymp- in the Olympics in, at school when he was like 14. Uh, he ran track at that time. That's fast. That's like, I think we looked it up. His time was like a few milliseconds off the women's record. Like the, the women's record. And he did that at 14. Like, it just shows you it's not about... That's so sad. Like, that doesn't mean women and Serena Williams shouldn't be celebrated because the training they put in, the mentality, the like, all that sort of stuff is what should be celebrated. But like, it's not the same... Play, level playing field so I guess don't like, yeah exactly it's not 11 playing field that's just the reality of life for sure but you know what's 11 playing field everything else because <laughs> yeah. women and men have the same brains they do indeed exactly exactly yeah and you know if there was if there, you know if it was an area where there was a distinction I would like to think that I would make the exact same case to women you know I don't know yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to speculate, or whatever, because we haven't got specific things. But yeah, if there was, I'd like to think like no men are not eleven playing for women to do that, like giving birth, for example. I mean, there's no men can't birth at all. But um, yeah, like you know, I think it's harder to compare it to something else. Um, yeah. But but yeah, so I, I I definitely think it's. I get why it's peak on her, and if you just look at her, it's like like you say, she's so unique in being in this grey area that it kind of blows up the whole thing either way. Like, if she wasn't there, this conversation probably rarely happen, if ever. Um, yeah. But I think that just, you know, there are going to be men who are amazing athletes, but they're not good enough for the Olympics. And I feel like just as that's on, sad on them, it's kind of the same thing for her. That's the way I see it. Because I think she should be able to compete in the men's Olympics if she wants to. She just wouldn't compete. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um we also wanted to just speak a bit about, obviously we're both at school doing students and uh, we're doing research projects. Uh, you want to tell me a little bit about uh, what you've been thinking for yours? Um, yeah, so I am going to do my dissertation on Pan-Africanism and Kwame Nkrumah. I'm not really sure how I'm gonna, like, which 
bits or like what I'm going to focus on. But yeah, I feel like that's just what I've come to. Like, obviously I've been doing post-colonialism, like studying it for ages and I kept narrowing it down, narrowing down and Nkrumah is a legend. He's like my favourite post-colonial thinker. So I thought might as well do him and his ideas are pretty cool as well. And like, it's just a different a subsection of um, socialism. So it's going to be pretty interesting. And I get to study about Ghana, which is so fun because I never, I never pick it as a, as a topic to study at uni. I don't know why. Should that be so. awesome if you could do interviews in Ghana as part of the? Oh my god, that would be, be so. Uh, we well, can interview Ghanaians. Yeah, I could interview Ghanaians. I don't want to do all that, like all the like stuff. That, you know what I mean? And then I have to make a research. Yeah, I have to do be like more political sciencey, and I fucking hate that. I'm much yeah. more political theorist. Yeah, fair enough. But I just meant like it'd be a cool thing to like. I mean, they're not yeah, gonna send okay. you out there, but um, yeah. you just go on holiday. <laughs> Imagine like... they, pay... they paid for a trip for me to go to Ghana. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. No, but that that sounds really interesting. So, okay. So, what would like the research? How does it work? So, obviously, I've done I've done research as an engineer. I'm doing it research uh, as a psychologist now but I have no idea how that works um kind of in the political history field so like is there a research question like how is it yeah yeah I'll have to do a question I'm, I don't really know what I'm going to do like narrow it down like maybe like uh maybe like why didn't pan-africanism work or was it the best solution for the African continent at the time or um Carmen Kuma's thoughts and pan-Africanism or something like that I don't know we'll see okay cool so like it's more uh you read all the reading you do all the reading around it mm. and then you like compare all of it and write it in your own way but you don't necessarily collect data of any kind do you? no 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 I can okay. if I want yeah. to but I really don't want to it's like my least favourite thing to do is in this degree is to collect yeah, data. I mean, no one really likes it, even people that, that do it for a living. That's, that's the boring part. It's the... I think... What yeah. you find is... It's not the part. boring part. It's like, I just will get a worse mark. Like they're always like, oh, you'll get a really good mark if you do, um, like, um, research methods. But I'm like, I won't because I don't enjoy it. I'm not good at it. I will just get a better mark on doing a political, th- uh, political theory dissertation because that's what I'm better at and that's what I enjoy. So. Cool. I mean, can you do anything else with it? Like make a documentary or like could you how how what's the scope mm, no it has to be like ten thousand words okay, so it's like it has got like a very it's not just like a project but yeah openly it's like a there's a structure to it kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. It cool yeah but it sounds exciting yeah Great. so yeah no I'm, well, i look forward to reading it um well actually is it gonna be, is it gonna be like twenty thousand words or something <laughs> no no it's like 10 or 12 i think it's not very long yeah i'll listen to it anyway um so yes so i my research project is a combination of social psychology which i love and cognitive so i don't know if i've spoken about it at all in the podcast so far any the aspects of it um but yeah so essentially what it is so there's a group of people um called who are amphatesic which basically means they can't uh visualize in their mind's eye like we can so if i told you to like picture an apple um you could see apple in your head presumably but some people just see black some people see like the faintest thing some people know they're thinking of an apple but haven't got an image of it um 
and it's basically like poor like ability to imagine some people can't like think words in their mind things like that oh and then you get people called hyperphotasics who can see like vividly so yeah that's like basically this the cognitive part of it like the what's happening in the brain and then basically on the social side, side of it um there's something called pri- like priming um so it's like what darren brown does basically um and it's like behind like um what's it called bias and stuff like that uh but basically yeah, you can prime um security attachment uh which basically means like security is uh, attachment styles is basically like the whole thing of like how you raised like was it avoidant you know was it um anxious was it secure and then that's how you it kind of comes into your relationships now like romantic relationships friendship blah 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 uh but basically it's generally that if you're secure you're more like trusting people you're more confident blah 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 if it's anxious you're more anxious if it's avoidant you're more like um you avoid basically relationships and, and certain things but basically the idea is that you can if you think about the person that is secure for you even if whatever you are that can make you feel like in the moment um it can raise your self-esteem make you feel less depressed less anxious more willing to take on challenges that sort of stuff god uh so that's one side of it the other side of it was about uh group prejudice so it's that like for example um i was thinking about doing it about uh so i, I thought about doing it with um minorities and the police very topical uh, but the ethics for that's quite difficult. So I also thought about doing it with um, British nationals and ISIS. I remember I said it ties in. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So you check with like a survey that they do have the kind of assumed prejudices against ISIS people. And then you prime them to think of like an ISIS member doing something um, like helping them out, doing something good, whatever. And then versus not doing that and just doing something neutral. And then afterwards, basically, you get assessed on like what you would do to them, like outgroup harm. So, would you be in for like voting for them to have them bombed, or like would you be for that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the idea is like if you visualize them being what you don't like, like non stereotypical, like really nice and intelligent and blah blah blah, then you would be less likely to want to harm them. But that's most of ethical bullshit, and so I couldn't quite do that. So I went to the attachment stuff, and I'm going to do it on like basically like have connotations for therapy so making yourself feel good self-esteem um so basically you'll visualize somebody like your mum and a time when she helped you so let's say a time when you were really upset and your mum like hugged you and you felt better and you visualize that for three minutes something like that it could be okay. a boyfriend it could be a friend it could be whatever that's kind of will be inscribed to you and then after that uh they'll assess like your mood from the baseline you took before it but I also had a couple of other ideas. Like um, one is this: basically, there's um, these Chinese puzzles that are really hard, and you could, there's like easy, medium, and hard ones. And mm-hmm. like the hard ones, you would get more like research points uh, if you took on that one. But easier ones, you get less research points. And so you have to pick one. And the idea is, if you're feeling more confident from like feeling secure by thinking about your mum, whatever it is, you'll pick the harder puzzles and take it, be open to more challenges. Yeah. So, it's there's so many like little theories in there like i'm trying to like smush together to be like a master's level sounds, thing yeah it sounds it's gonna be hard good luck yeah if you need if you Thank need you. anyone to like, survey or anything yeah yeah hit me up. opportunity sampling we call it which means uh basically as long as you're an adult anyone can do it. 
<laughs> I can't. This is what I'm talking about. All the sampling shit. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> it just means opportunity sampling. Literally, just means you can. You don't have to like pick certain groups of people. You can just ask anybody. I think it's have to be an adult. Um, because we're comparing people like with normal ability to visualize with mm-hmm. people with without. So it can be you versus you know, and we compare that with somebody who can't do that. The effects of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. But it's got me swamped at the minute. I've literally got a. Uh, a meeting just after this um to hopefully finalize it but um yes that will be taking up my summer yay that's gonna be fun trying to do a podcast with you every week whilst we're doing this it'll be fine i'll keep i'll keep if you're interested in it i'll keep people updated on it yeah it should be fun but yeah no that's yeah that's just what busy 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 student life as in quarantine just kind of in the zone but cannot wait yeah. to have that sorted out accepted everything open up and just breathe yeah Sigh relief. that's definitely what you need yeah and you too and you too yeah 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 and me too and me too this is your last summer <laughs> stop no it's not this is your last like all right summer. yeah i know that's why i'm going to spend my whole life saving this is why <laughs> i actually don't care this is why i don't like i'm just going to spend money on things that i want to do and then just yeah, I'm gonna do that. I don't really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've saved so much money this year. Um, you know what you want to do to create afterwards, and I'm sure you'll get it. Uh, you're not doing a masters. Um, exactly. Which trust me, they can be expensive. Um, exactly. So I feel like yeah, you deserve to let loose and have an amazing summer. And so do all of yours. Yeah, have a fun summer, guys. Yeah. Thanks exactly. for listening. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a podcast party. You think we should have? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, we should have a podcast. Like when we get to like, I don't know how many episodes will be in by uh, an episode landmark, like twenty five or something. Yeah, or maybe like a subscribers landmark. So it's really up to you yeah. guys. Yeah. True. 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 If you want to share this with okay. anybody, because there's a festival in it for you now, share it. We'd love to get more and more listeners, and feel free to critique us or tell us what you want to hear. Whatever. This is a interactive podcast. Right. Should I? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna say bye, but I'm not doing it actually because you gave me a look. So no, I won't. bye. I won't. No, no, I won't look at you. Sing, sing it. Jeremy, sing it. no. no. Sing it. I want. You need to sing it. No, no, no. You hit me on the spot. Stop. Come it. Wrap it. Any media. <laughs> <laughs> I won't look at you. I won't look at you. Baby, bye, 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 bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, smash that like button, and uh, see you guys next week. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>